trail. Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Woo. Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining us once again here on the Friday Night Boxing Panel. Uh, joining us shortly will be Mike Orr, uh, Cedric Ben, I'm sure, popping in. I believe uh, Natalie Sugar Brown's popping in. And, of course, Tim Witherspoon will be joining us as soon as we allow him. All right. So, Mike, we've got a big fight coming up in the name of Joe Joyce, and I'm sure we've got some others on the plate to talk about. What, what do you got? Oh, well, I'm just uh, I'm just starting off here. Uh, we got... We, we got lots of stuff, actually. We got two world-class boxing events that will stream live and exclusively in the U.S. on ESPN Plus this Saturday. Uh, the action kicks off down under in early morning hours at 5 a.m., guys, yeah, 5 a.m. Eastern time. As IBF Cruiserweight World Champion Marius Bredis defends his title against undefeated contender Jai Opatia at Gold Coast yeah. Convention Center. Wow, this is going to be a big one, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for this one. The action continues from the OVO Arena Wembley in London at 2 p.m. Eastern time as undefeated heavyweight contender and 2016 Olympic silver medalist Joe Joyce defends his WBC silver and WBO international belts in the 12-round main event against Christian Hammer. Uh, Bredis, yep. who's 28-1 and one with 20 KOs, a native of Latvia, has won five bouts since losing a razor-thin decision to Alexander Usyk in January of 2018. 20, uh, this 37-year-old puncher won the IBF belt in the September of 2020 with a majority decision over uh, Dortokas. Uh, then defended it last October uh, in with Riga with a third-round TKO over Arthur Mann. Opatia, who is 21-0 with 17 KOs, a 2012 Australian Olympian from Sydney has fought most of his career in Australia. Uh, the 26-year-old has knocked out his last three foes and is taking a major step up against Burritos. So, guys, be on the lookout for this action. It's going to be a good one. I'm super excited to watch it. Uh, but in another action, man, we got Isaac Hardman taking on Bo Hartas. Uh, and this one's for a 10. This is 10 rounds in the middleweight. We also got Dana Coolwell. Versus Lorenz La Dorada. Uh, this one's an eight-round featherweight. We there's there's a bunch of good fights. Um, you guys want to watch on this card for sure. It's going to be uh, going to be uh, pretty exciting, man. I'm I'm super excited for this. Joyce Hammer. Let's talk about it. What, what do you what do you like about this one, Graham? I like the fact that uh, when uh, Christian Hammer was in the press conference, he didn't. He didn't deny the fact that he was unprepared for his last fight. He was called up on short notice, took the fight anyway, took a beating. Uh, but I think he's ready this time. I think uh, I think it's going to be a good, good, a good fight. Took the fight anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow, then I didn't I didn't know that I didn't know that you could uh, throw your voice like that. Yeah, that's pretty cool, right? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> wow, it sounds horrible. <laughs> yes, 
Uh, it's going to be a good one. I'm super excited for it. Uh, lots of action, man. Lots of action. Yeah. Yep. Um, do you want to discuss the undercard? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm just bringing it up right now. We'll talk about it. We got, you know, the Christian hammer, Joe Joyce, uh, undercard. Here we go. Let's, uh, let's talk about these young kids, man, up and coming. Uh, we have Mark Chamberlain, uh, who I was supposed to be talking about uh, this week, but I unfortunately was unable to. Um, he's 10-0. and 0. This one's for the vacant International Boxing Federation European Light title, and he's going up against Mark Vidal, who is 13-2-5. So this one, guys, be on the lookout for this one. This is a good fight. Uh, you know, Mark Chamberlain, 10-0 in the light division. Definitely a prospect who to be watching right now. So, guys, make sure – that you tune in and catch the undercard of the Joe Joyce Christian Hammer card, man. And you can find that on the United Kingdom BT Sports. Uh, also up for, you know, up for uh, a, a great title fight, man, is Nathan Haney versus Nizer Trimich. Uh, this one's for the IBO international middle title. And then right, right. Haney's pulled out, your man. <laughs> oh, who's that there? Who's that we have? Our, our man. Carl, Carl joined us. Carl's joined. Carl, Good evening. Up, so, Nathan is pulled out due to injury, Martin. Oh, has he really? Darn. Well, that's, un that's unfortunate. Exclusive from the UK. Exclusive <laughs> from the UK. All right, then. So, thank you, Carl. What about Jason Cunningham? He's still on this card? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, gonna be a good fight. That very good that fight. One for, that one I'm definitely looking forward to, man. Uh, that one's for the IBF International Super Bantam title and the Commonwealth Super Bantam title. Uh, can't wait to see this, man. This is gonna be a good card. This one's starting, I believe, what two o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, that, that fit. let me just do the math so late at night. Yeah, I think that feels about right, Mark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, 2, 2 p.m. Yeah, yeah, we got it. 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, guys. If you're uh, Looking to have some fun to watch that. What time? My out of interest. What time does that Brady's fight start? Where you are? It's one p.m. in the afternoon. Five, five p.m. Uh, five a.m. for us. Yeah, Brady's, yeah. Uh, yeah it's, good, it's good to know the time zone works in my favor for once. Yeah, yeah, for real, eh? Yeah. So we got these. Uh, we got these two great cards, man, to get underway yeah. this weekend. Um, yeah, Brady's five a.m. That's going to be an early one for everybody out there. So guys, set your alarms. <laughs> And then try and get your butts up, man, and try and watch it because I definitely will be. I definitely will be up watching this one for sure. Well, uh, I think that fight is a gateway to some bigger fights for Brady, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, what else do we want to talk about? Those are the fights we touched on for the weekend. Um, yeah. Any uh, Anything exciting going on over near side of the world, Carl? Yeah, one thing I think you should touch on that I'm surprised you've not is that Liam Smith has signed for Boxer. Oh, my gosh. That's excellent. Yeah, so he's been announced today, uh, this afternoon in the UK. So he signed a multi-fight deal with Ben Shalom, Sky and Boxer. And excellent. the first fight that's rumoured to be lined up is versus Chris Bank, Eubank Jr. at one six there. Oh, wow. Wow, that's going to be good. What, what, hey, Carl, while I got you on the... What are, what are your comments regarding this uh, lawsuit between Pro Bellum and Boxer? Very interesting, isn't it? Um, I wouldn't want to comment too much, but um, <laughs> I think we just let it see how it plays out, Graham. They're both in the similar part of the market, aren't they, in terms of boxing? Yeah. They're both yeah. trying to establish themselves. So, um, yeah, it's interesting viewing from afar. It really is. Um, 
I'm not a lawyer, so um, I don't know how it's going to go. What are your thoughts? Um, in terms of uh, the letters that were sent to, I believe, the uh, boxers that are on the boxer list of the stable, I think that did defame the name uh, of Probellum. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see what the court decision is. But what I was curious about is how it might impact um, all these young boxers and their view of uh, these two new independent companies that were growing quite successfully, certainly in the UK. Uh, but Probellum had a really good strategy of moving around the world and working with other uh, companies more so than Boxer per se. But um, it's, it's, I just think it's bad news for boxers and boxing. Uh, I mean, one, one, one interesting point is, Graham, that if you look at Probellum's um, board of directors and who sits on the board, there's some very influential individuals from other parts of business. So um, it's interesting to see how it plays out because they're at the top of other industries. So you don't get there by being a walkover, do you? So I think it's, it's going to be quite a fierce court battle, to be honest. I hope it's not too yep. lengthy. Uh, yeah, no, it's, I, it's, I think it'll be a long one. I think it'll be a long one, but I hope it's not too lengthy. Well, okay. The, the, there is the tie into MTK. I mean, that, that's real. Uh, uh, what the U.S. Treasury Department is going to do to MTK is uh, is going to affect the boxing industry because there's whether whether or not uh, Pro Bellum truly was tied at some senior level in terms of the financing they received at the outset. That might impact uh, the judge's decision um, and might substantiate the claims. Um, you know, because would you really want your fighters associated with fighters associated with gangsters? Um, you know, I mean, it, it's going to have a trickle down effect. I, I just wondered what your comments were. Uh, mine have already been uh, recorded on my boxing news show. Um, but I, I just thought there might be, you know, I think it's going to impact the UK boxers more so than other global outfits. It's going to be interesting to see how uh, DAZN continues to work the U.S. market with Matchroom because it doesn't seem yeah. like uh, Top Rank or Mayweather uh, or, or uh, PBC are going to want to work continually with Matchroom and Eddie Hiram specifically. There seems to be some bad blood uh, brewing there. Uh, so this is, this is just bad news for the boxing industry at the outset. Uh, we had commented uh, a year and a half ago uh, that some of these issues needed to be addressed, and they still haven't. As a matter of fact, I would argue they're getting worse. Um, but it does make room for new players in the industry, quite frankly. Another uh, point that I'd like to raise with you, Graham, while we're talking to each other. It's been a while, Graham, hasn't it? It's been a while. It has been Is, a while, yes. What, what's your take on DAZN in the UK? Because you're starting to emerge fighters, aren't they? If you think about um, Liam Smith leaving... You know, and other, let's say, fighters who maybe not top of the agenda for the zone. I think they're going to have a real battle on their hands to keep fighters at the zone because obviously they put all their eggs in one basket. I don't know if that translates into Canadian speech, but you know, there's definitely a challenge here for the zone to keep all them fighters up at up at. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um... I think I think Matchroom has done well uh, securing uh, upper level female fighters, for example, and uh, growing that side of the sport without a doubt. Uh, I'm not going to say they've done so flawlessly, um, 
but I'm, I'm sure if Natalie or Sheila were with us on the show, they would argue that Matt Trim, more so than any other uh, promoter, has done a really good job of signing some some good good top rank <laughs> top rank uh, female fighters. Jess McCaskill, Ebony Bridges, yeah, and Cruz Desern, and Taylor. So they got they got a whack of uh, really good female fighters. Uh, but have they been able to secure uh, the same quality of fighter from, from the upper upper echelons of the, the male divisions? I don't think so. Not yet. And then, other, not, other than Anthony Joshua, is Anthony Joshua going to is Anthony Joshua actually going to win that fight? I don't think so. That was my next question. That was my next question. So I, I personally think Anthony Joshua is going to win the next fight against Usyk. I'm, I'm you know I'm not there's not many people on my side over here in the UK. If he doesn't, if he doesn't, where does he go from here, though? Well, it's in, it's in, one interesting point for me was the TV rights that the Saudi Arabians have actually brought for the first fight. So how can you do this big launch? AJ's exclusive to the zone, but then hold on a minute, sorry, not for the first fight. Is not, it's, you know, it could well land on Sky in the UK mm-hmm. because huh. they're in a bit of, allegedly they're in a bit of a bidding war at the minute, Sky and the zone about who's going to get the TV rights. So that could be another own goal, couldn't it? Well, just on the TV rights issue, uh, hi Tim. Uh, there's a there's a very big uh, discussion going on, certainly in North America, with respect to how expensive the zone is compared to how relatively inexpensive it is in the UK. Yeah, like we, we were expected to pay. We pay seven ninety seven pounds ninety nine in the UK. Yeah, we pay like seventy, anywhere from seventy-five to ninety dollars, even a hundred dollars. Um, you know, and it really doesn't matter on the quality of the fight. Uh, at the end of the day, that's an awful lot of money for a fight night. So I don't really think that pricing structure works for um, your average fan of boxing in North America. I can't really say anything. I don't pay anything. Anyway, my move. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't really comment on the price, man. I don't pay to watch it. I watch them for free. I'll be interested to get, to get Tim's take to get Tim's take on the Usyk versus AJ fight and how you think it's going to play out, Tim. I don't really know. I don't really know, but I do know that they could have they could have really solved this problem in the first fight if they would have. To me, the management, the managers, and the, and the promoters, they have to. Uh, they got to be in this game too. They got to know what. You know how the guy throw the left hook or the right hand. It just have to be all business, and and they would have been got him somebody that can help him. He really don't have. He went over to the. We talked about on the show, and I hate to talk bad about people. Their problem was was in, and he he's to them, and they really don't know. I'm about getting them the proper trainer. Now he went over there to Garcia's father or something, right? Yeah. There's a lot of trainers out there winning because the fighters win, not because of the Okay? I'm not saying that he's not worthy. I'm talking about Garcia. It's Garcia, right? Yeah. Garcia's father yeah. is his trainer or something? Yeah. Yeah. You mean to tell me they wouldn't go with and that if they would, they, sometimes, like in Freddie Roach, we talked about on the show. I hate to talk bad about him. He won because Packy. When you see them holding the pads, you see Freddie Rose on this, just holding the pads, and Packy will hit them. A fighter like me can see and tell stuff like this. So, 
why wouldn't they go get a former heavyweight champion that got a good defense, that that um, know how to throw overhand right, know how to counter with punches um, and stuff like that? Um, uh, um, why wouldn't they do that? Because I know they're looking at money. They're not really looking at down on that level, down on the level where he needs a trainer. They're looking at television and who's successful. Spence is successful. The True Little Brothers is successful. Their trainers are their trainers are built or getting built up because the fighters are winning. But when in my era, the trainers really was worthy of what they done and their skills and stuff. And now, a lot of fighters, a lot of everybody's on the Mayweather because he winning and getting knocked out just because they're watching him. It's television. It's Hollywood. It's Hollywood. They they they're sending the wrong message, but they don't even know if you understand what I'm saying. Joshua's job will be much easier. Okay, if he got somebody, I keep saying like me or some. There's a couple other guys that know that keep his defense in instead of bouncing around like a lightweight. Stay in close, catch a punch, bam. You know, bam, stay in there, bam. Slip here, slip here, bam. Defense, fighting the southpaw. Make sure you throw that right hand, come back with the left hook. Don't bounce back. Little guys bounce around. Big guys can do that, but little you got to stay in that pocket. And stuff. So my thing is, is that I think his managers and his promoters, they're looking at the money. They're not really looking. He could have made that fight easy. He could have made the fight with Yusef. To me, is he's bigger, stronger. All he had to just throw the right. He was bouncing away from him. Stay in that pocket, dig. He could have knocked him out early. I'm telling you. The fight is easy if you ask me. They're making it complicated because they're teaching them wrong. They went and got who was the trainer? The manager, amateur trainer was his trainer. Um, Love it, McCracken. McCracken, I look, I like McCracken. I like him. And, and McCracken even admitted that he might need the help at one point. But that's as far as he could take him, man. And Tim, and, don't and, tell me, Robert. Don't tell me Robert McCracken told AJ to go in there and try and outbox Usyk. I'll never believe it. I think AJ went rogue in that fight. I don't think he, he was. Listening he wasn't. To he wasn't listening to his corner at all. You could see it. He wasn't listening to his corner in that fight at all, man. Who, who Anthony Joshua? That. Anthony Joshua? Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing more to tell him. You need somebody else that know more. You got to go into the next level. And it's the money that's stopping them from. They're getting millions. They're trying to keep. I guess they're trying to keep people away. Uh, no, let's keep this here. Somebody might tell them something business wise. It might mess them up or uh, whatever. He definitely needs somebody to show him something. Now that's not saying he can't win that fight. Now if he come in and keep his hands up and then drop in and catch you to win. But it's complicated I've, when you don't I've have somebody that's Zuzik. new helping you, helping you. I huh? think he knocks Usyk out. I think he knocks him out in this next fight. I think he's got a window of four I, rounds to do it. But if he goes longer than four, I I'll worry for him. But with the Garcia's got him doing, the Garcia, the Garcia uh, trainer, oh, I don't know him. I don't know how many fights he had. I don't know if he ever fought before um but like i hate to talk about freddie roach pacquiao made him a star again where is he now i love freddie roach and and he didn't want to talk to me when i went say hi to him i made a statement on how i think what was going and if 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 Say about people, 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 
that like Tim in the fishbowl. <laughs> it's 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 almost comical. Yeah, his Harry almost whatever thing McGregor told me. I said that as he went away from me, wouldn't shake my hand. Any now Joshua did if he catch him on Bud Land, he'll probably lose again. But I believe Joshua, if he if he should be able to get in there and do the job, man. Keep it tight, move right like he's going bouncing around, hitting, don't be hit. That was stupid for him to do. Stay in that pocket with a tight defense, throw that right hand, dig left hook, keep throwing the left hook so you can show the set him up for the right. Keep doing this, throwing the left. And that's going to have you throwing this, go into your right hand, or keep throwing the right, so you can go into the left. And the more, a lot more you could do with that too. That's just a couple of things. There's a lot more you can do. He shouldn't move away from him and bounce like a like. But I bet you, if he could take him out, though, he could take him yeah. out. I'm trying to fix this. When is <laughs> the fight? Just is, when is the fight? It's a while. August August twentieth in City Martin. He don't have yeah, to be yeah, in August. front of you six. He don't have to be in front of you six left hand either. And I think we did this on the show. Catch stuff here, slip and go in. He can move in on that smaller guy because he's away from Yusuf's left hand. His Yusuf left left hand to keep hitting him with it. All he has to do is get on the outside of this hand. When this go yeah. this way, and then I turn right into the punches, but they're not teaching them. So I'm Southpaw, okay? This is this is my right, this is my lead hand. You got to get on this side. Don't stay out there. Turn. And once you turn, you're getting hit. It's so easy. I used to do it all the time. You don't see these guys doing it. Easy. It's all about money. Got that girl. I talked to Joshua and he said, okay, Tim. I'm a two-time heavyweight champion of the world. And I would come just help you. They didn't even want to do that. They didn't even want to do that. And then, and then he came out to Rocky. <laughs> hey, what'd you say? What'd you say? He came out to the Rocky song. That was, that was bad luck. That ruined it right there. Honestly, honestly, if if, if he pours it on, if he pours it on, listen, I don't did, think real quick. Real, okay, go ahead. He do, he does have a yo. He does have a chance. Joshua does have a chance to to take it. Just like Carl said, it's got to be yeah. early though, because honestly, the longer it goes on, man, it's it's just gonna it's gonna be more in the advantage of Usyk, who's gonna take it into the deeper rounds, which he can. So it's up to Joshua to get in there, bang it out, get in and get out quick. First four rounds, that's the way it should be. If he does that, he could win. Uh, but let, let, let's go back to the original question: what, Where does Joshua go if he loses? Right? Where does he Where does he go if he loses? Uh, fights Deontay Wilder. <laughs> Uh, 
<laughs> I know the job is though, Mark, that the zone have paid these big bucks, haven't they? A lot of money to AJ. But I suppose there is a lot of let's call it the next low level down. You have got your Dillian Whites, yeah, that will sell. You got your Joe Joyce's, that'll sell. That'll sell. So there's a lot of lot of big domestic fights in the UK, which will probably still get a worldwide audience. You think Wilder's coming back? The, the heavyweight division needs Wilder, in my opinion, especially That's if Tyson Fury's retired. Do you think he took too much damage in his last fight to be be able to come back as strong as he was? I think time will tell. I don't know until he's back in the ring, to be honest. I don't think any of us know until he's back in the ring, do I? Right. I, I, like should, I think he should. I think I Wilder you. should retire. I think he should retire. Do you think, yeah, do you, he said he might fight uh, Dylan White. Him. He might fight Dylan White. Huh? They're possibly talking about it. Yeah, they're talking about it. Oh. You think he's finished, Tim? You think he should hang him up? I don't think he should take any more damage, um, uh, Wilder. I think he should. Uh, I think he should just give it up. He made enough money. Um, maybe that might be the last one if he do this this one here. And if he fight Dylan White, can punch. He just need defense. Dylan White could have did really good, or probably won against Tyson Fury. If I'm not talking about just that uppercut. He does lack a little bit. Dylan White's going to learn how to defend against that first. Huh? The thing is, though, Tim, I've made this point on my show a few times. Not many people can make Deontay Wilder look as bad as Tyson Fury did. No, that's true. Because Tyson no, Fury that's a lie. Because that, I'm not trying to talk down you, but no, no, he doesn't got no. He doesn't have no skills at all. After when he get excited, you really see the amateur in uh, Dante Wilder. I love this guy. But as soon as he get all nervous, he fight, he goes like this. You yeah, know? yeah, he starts windmilling, don't he? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Did you see him fight like that? Fight like yeah. this? Yeah, yeah. Although I still say he beats the majority of them in the heavyweight division. He beats Wilder. Oh, in he this era, like, yeah. He beats, oh, uh, he beats White. White for sure. He beats White. Who beat? Who beats Wilder? What? No, Wilder would no. Wilder would beat White. Dillian oh, okay. White. Dillian White's, come on, come on, Tim. D Dillian, Dillian White's. Dillian if you learn defense, Dillian White could take the show if you learn defense. What did he get caught with? How many guys caught him with it's that the same shot. If they just get Dillian White gets shot with the same shot every fight that he's lost. Every loss is from the exact same uppercut. Until he learns how to defend from that, Dillian White should defense. hang him up. Is he good enough, though, Tim, to learn he that? He punches. He got plenty of heart. All you got to do is show him some stuff. He's still got to have the ability to carry it huh? out, though, hasn't he? He's yeah, still got right. to have the ability to carry it out. Go ahead. He's been, see, you know what? He's been he's been caught with a counter Listen. uppercut how many times now? His, his, his losses. All his losses have been the same. That same. By, by Povetkin, I might add. Povetkin, who's our old. Yeah, all right. Right, but uh, yeah, no, I'd like to see Wilder back. I think uh, I think we need some nice knockouts like that coming back into the heavyweight division. And um, you know, I guess yeah, time will only tell to see how really damaged he is, man. But um, I'd like to see him back. The danger man for me at heavyweight is Joe Joyce. Yeah. So. Tim, Tim, Joe Joyce is. Uh... Like young and brash enough that if he wins, he's uh, he's going to romp through the heavyweights. 
I don't well, think he so. Is, he isn't young for one, for one, is he? You know, he's come to the pro game quite late. However, what I would say, Graham, I think he's penalised for his style of fighting. He's never going to be the fastest, but he's got an engine. And look what he done to Daniel Dubois, who's the next big thing, just with a jab. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think he's underestimated. I think, like I said, I think he gets penalised for his style of fighting. It's not also, the greatest. I think, I think he gets slept on because of his age factor too, because he did start late. But yeah, no, he's very dangerous, man. He's very dangerous. I, I think I think Mike made a white? great point a couple of days ago when when he said that there needs to be a super heavyweight because we're getting a lot a lot of six foot nine, six foot ten heavyweights now in the game, and these six foot four, six foot five guys, I don't think they're going to be able to beat out these bigger, much taller, much heavier fellas. Let me say this. <laughs> I knocked the tall guys out and the little ones I had trouble with. I'm telling you. Look at my record. <laughs> look at my record. I lost to small. I yeah. lost to Bigfoot Martin, but I knocked out Jorge Gonzalez. I knocked out Tuck, Tucker, 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, you know what I'm saying? You, that's I knocked out the tall guys, but the little ones gave me trouble. The shorter ones, they gave me trouble. Just look at my record. I had problems with the little ones. I even lost to them. I wasn't in really good shape, though. I probably would have did, but I did do the shorter <laughs> ones. But the taller ones, I love to fight the taller ones. Their punt, their chin was right there for the overhand. Um, they were a little bit slower. Um, you know, Dante Wilder's faster, fast. He just don't have the skills. He don't have the skills. You get you're hitting everybody with that right hand. Is that old Tyson Fury? Tyson Fury can move for a big guy too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tyson Fury is special, though, isn't that? He's special. Yeah, he's a different kind of six foot nine tall guy. He moves like he's a small guy. He moves like a middleweight. That's what he moves like. Yeah, he he definitely moves like a middleweight. It's hard to find that man. That's uh, interesting, though, having a weight above the heavyweight. That sounds. That's a lot of. That's interesting. I think you know that probably they should talk about that. I think they should let the big tall shape. 200, 300 pound guys fight each other. Um, that do make a lot of sense. Um, but I, I like the fight. The ones was up there. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. It was fun. Well, well you know what? Before Joshua, you used to call could have been last avoided. Week, I, thought, I thought Joshua was going to win because he had to reach it. Man. Go ahead. Yeah. But but Usyk cut that off by staying on the inside and then playing those angles and then never leaving. Joshua just fought the wrong fight. Come on, yeah. let's not delve into it too much. You know, it's simple, isn't it? It is. It you is. know, if you, know what? Fight, you can see him, you can it, see him in that fight, not listening to really his corner. Oh, Tim, you're breaking up, brother. Triple G Canelo 3. Where are we at with that? So, I think I think um, Canelo makes easy work in this one. To be honest, I think um, Triple G's now what will it be? Forty-one by the time he sets in the ring. Forty. Yeah. 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 Honestly, I think, I think Canelo makes quick work yeah. of it after that uh, sad, sad performance he put on uh, against Bivol. Well, he wanted a sad performance. That might you've known. I've been saying for a while that Canelo's left ceiling is is you know one six eight. What he's not big enough for one seven five. No. No, no, so, you know, he's, he's going back down to the weight where he belongs. I think he'll continue to dominate at 168. I actually think super middleweight's quite a poor division at the minute to where it has been in the past. Oh, yeah. No, I agree with that. 
I agree with that. I don't think it's as good as it was in the past either. But yeah, no, as long as he stays 168, you know what? I don't see I don't see too many people touching him at all. He's but, talking uh, about going back up though, isn't there? To have yeah. a rematch. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh I think that's that's not a good idea. I think he should just stay 168, do his thing, have his couple fights, make his money, and then just you know retire like the rest of them do. I think his uh his his search for another another division's belt. That's not going to work out too well for him. The only challenge he's got is super middle. He's so he, so he beats Triple G. Where does he go next? Yeah. Is it Benavidez? Is it? And Benavidez, I, I t- Benavidez walks all over him for me. Over That's, Canelo? Yeah. I think Benavidez. So who, who's Benavidez beat to give you that impression? Uh, just, I just, I don't know. It's just, it's. It's just, it's just the way he fights, man. I just think that Benavides could take another man. He's been in no one of Canelo's class, so has that? No, that's no, he hasn't. He hasn't. But sometimes you do find those guys, those diamonds in the rough that will come out of nowhere and just, you know, control it. I just, you know, Canelo's got to stay where he's at, man. One sixty-eight. I don't think going up one hell of a war. Let's put it that way. If we want one, uh, no, oh, definitely, definitely, definitely one hell of a war. You know, Benavides can let his hands go like, like, you know. Like crazy, and Canelo can you know get out of the way like crazy, but you know Benavides is just he's got that uh, that hammering ability, man, that nonstop punching action. You know once he once he connects, once he's got you in his sights, and then he can just let him fly, and you know it's 20, 30, 40 shots, man, that can come off like nothing. He's very he's dangerous. He's a dangerous guy. Benavides, it's look like it's back normal now. It is. We can hear you, champ. Looking good, champ. <laughs> looking good. Thanks. Um, Ben is Vitas. I got. It. I I saw his name a couple of times, and I think I've seen him. Who Who did he fight last? Ben Come on, Mike. You're the super fan. I'm gonna sneeze. Hold on. <laughs> he's, he's pretending oh, to sneeze. Oh. He's pretending to sneeze now to give him more time to look on his computer. No, I had to. Uh, I had to turn off the microphone so you guys didn't hear all that grossness. <laughs> Tim, what, Tim, what are your hey. thoughts on Joe Joyce? Um, I was watching. Look, I seen Joe Joyce like, like back about a year and a half ago. I seen him. I never seen him work out though. He looks slow. He looks slow. And he don't have to me. It looks like he don't have the skills that he's gonna need to succeed. Um, I don't know if he could take. A, I didn't see him getting really hit that hard. I did see him getting hit. He took it. Um, I do believe when he get up there, um, he's gonna need some help. Cause I just his basic, basic. Seen him basic. Yeah. What's the name that he fought? What's the name that he? He fought David you. Benavides, he fought Joe with Joyce. What's his name? Yeah. Oh, the um, biggest name he's fought? Well, what, no, Daniel Dubois? The heavyweight. It, it, it probably is Dubois. It is Dubois. Yeah, I'd say it's Dubois. I think he's froze again. Oh, oh right. Du- du- Daniel um, Dubois. There we go. Woo! Yo, Tim, just, Tim just did a teleport. Okay, hold on. Teleported. <laughs> Starting to come on. So you talk. Oh, everybody. 
So, I think Natalie's trying to get on to talk about the women's. Uh, yeah, I know she is. Undefined, it's time to hello. If you need real free and high quality service to increase your reach, how's this? Text stream details. I can see your forehead, Tim. <laughs> there you go. There we go. There we go. Excellent. So what were we asking, Tim? What he thought about what? All right. All right. This is my <clears throat> Yeah, it should be. All right, well, go ahead, Carl. Say something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering That's what kind of show. I'm just wondering what kind of show I'm on here. You know, come on, YouTube the house. <laughs> I mean, we're we're on the greatest one. <sighs> what are your thoughts on? Am I taking over presenting now, man? So, what are your thoughts on Joe George, Mike? How far can he go? I think he can go all the way. If uh, if he if he gets the right opponents in front of him, man, I think he can do big things. I think he's I gonna. Think, I definitely think he's gonna he's gonna come away with this victory to, uh, tomorrow. I definitely think he's gonna take on Hammer and uh, and make quick work of it. To be honest, uh, but yeah, man. Also, also, Mike, you also fought Carlos Takam. Remember that wasn't a bad. Yeah, true, true. I'm just remembering that he did fight Takam before after Dubois. So yeah, and he, uh, you know, what he did, he took him. I think that went that one went to the sixth round, I believe. Before it was finished. I mean, people say about Joyce that he's slow and cumbersome and basic, but they don't say that after they come out of the ring with him. I think his style is yeah. very, very deceptive. It is. It is. I believe so too. He is. He does look like he's really slow, but he's very, he's very methodical in his in his punching, like the way he punches. He's um, he's very. He sits down and really thinks. You know, he's not there to waste energy, waste time, waste throwing punches and get tired. You know, he'll let you do that. And then that's when that that slow style will catch you kind of off guard for a minute, and then you know he just finishes you. He's, and he has a very, brilliant, he has a brilliant engine on him as well, where he can go yeah. twelve rounds. Yeah, he can really he can really take it. He can take it the distance, and uh, you know after after twelve rounds, he still he still looks fresh. He still looks like he could go another few. So uh, I think he's you know I think he slept on to be honest. And while we're spending a bit of airtime on Graham's behalf, um, latest rumours in the UK are that Anthony Yard's going to be fighting better be at Wembley in November, December time. I heard yeah, this. I heard this. I heard Interesting fight. It is, actually. It is, actually. I'm pretty interested in this one. Um, what better do you be of the cleanest clock. What's that? Better be of the cleanest clock. Oh, I think he's... And Anthony doesn't have a chance. Better be a, uh, he's, uh, he's I think better be a, I think better be a, is slowing up all the time though. I think he's getting slower and slower. Yes, he's got a good right hand, but you've got to be there to be caught by the right hand. He's th he's thirty seven years old, man. Like he's not he's not a he's not a spring chicken by any means. Thirty seven years old, but he does he does he does punch with a lot of power. Carl, you're glitching there. I, I don't know what. Yeah, strange. <laughs> wow. I'm making a, I'm making a good point though. <laughs> yeah, you are. 
better now. <laughs> Yo, later on we'll get Eric to dub over some great, uh, great conversation there, man. You look like you're really giving us, uh, giving us a big pointer. If everybody hits mute, it looks like he's giving us a lecture. <laughs> Anyway, quick, quick round the table. I think Butterbeev is going to beat uh, – if he goes up against Anthony Yard, I think he'll win. Um, that's, that's just my personal opinion. Oh, no, no, no. I, I believe Butterbeev uh, I believe, I believe will definitely – I think he's on Yard. But um, you know what? Yeah, he, he says he's not slowing down. Um, he doesn't look as fast every fight, you know, like now. He is 37. He does train his ass off. He's got them heavy hands, though, like – you know, he's one of those guys that, sure, he might not be fast, but uh, if he connects with you, you know, you're going to feel it. You're going to go down. You know, he, he's really good at ripping the body. He's really good at, you know, knocking people out. And, uh, you know, you see the way the man trains. Like, you know, he's a machine. He doesn't he doesn't stop. He just keeps going. He doesn't turn it off. Um, but, yeah, like definitely. Uh, does, anyone, does anyone know when Anthony Yard fought last? Um, Anthony Yard fought. Oh, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say at least. Oh man, I don't even know. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say at least almost a year, right? Yeah. Anthony Yard. Was, uh, uh, December, December fourth was the last time. Uh, the last time he fought, man, and that was against uh, Lyndon Arthur, and that was a uh, fourth round KO uh, for the WBO and Commonwealth. Uh, light heavy title. Arthur was KO'd by a right hand to the head in the fourth round. But uh, yeah, Anthony York, definitely uh, young, younger the two, for sure. Younger the two, thirty versus thirty-seven, would be a great one. But yeah, Betri be, I don't know, man. Um, he's got he's got time time against him. That's the thing, you know. Right. Just, just like just like Joe Joyce, that's another guy. You know, both these guys, both these guys are are, are fighting against time rather than. What's, uh, what's going on with Joe Joyce? I I seen him. I, I I took his interest. I heard about him. I was in England. I heard about him. Um, they well, was talking about him. Now I had a chance to watch him in the fight. I well, wasn't impressed. I wasn't impressed, but I was wondering what everybody was talking about. I know it's important to support him, and that's where that came from. But when I seen him, I was like, oh. Well, he's he's he's, all he's, like fighting, he's he's fighting this Saturday. Okay. Uh, he's taking on Christian Hammer, who's twenty-seven and nine. This one's for the WBC, WBO, uh, silver heavy title, and international titles. Um, you know that'd be good for him. That'd be, be good. You know, he's, and, he's, and he's coming and he's coming off of beating Carlos Takam. Uh, you know, six round uh, TKO. Uh, that's back August of last year, and then um, you know before that. He didn't fight for, you know, he fought 2020, and that was in November. So he hasn't been super active. He hasn't been super active, which is bad because the man's 36 years old, and he's fighting time, you know. If this guy gets shelved for any length of time, you know, it's – He's 36. Yeah, he's 36 years old. That's the thing. And the kid's only got, you know, 13, 13 wins under his belt, 36 years old. He's 13 and 0. 36. 36 years old, man. So definitely, uh, he's he's fighting Father Time, and 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 so is uh, Betrabeef, right? Betrabeef is the same thing. Hey, oh. hey y'all! <laughs> Did he fight? I the made ball? it. Is the party over? 
We're just waiting for you. Oh, okay then. Thank you. Bozy or something. Hi, sugar. Hey, Mike. How you doing, honey? Oh, I'm doing a lot better now that I get to join the panel with you guys. Hey, Tim. Hey, Graham. Oh, I'm not sure. I think yeah, it's Graham, just... Graham just fell off for a minute. I don't know where he went. Okay. He disappeared. Tim's starting to freeze up a little bit. We have Carl that's coming back. Okay. Uh, yeah, we, we, we had a party here tonight for sure. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Well, I know I was late to the party. What are we talking about? Uh, we're just talking about uh, some of the heavyweights and... Uh, what, what we believe is going to happen uh, this weekend. Uh, Hammer versus Joyce. Uh, definitely looking like a good one. Um, also, we got um, – we also have uh, – I was just – Hammer as in who Hammer? Christian Hammer versus Joe Joyce. Okay. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. And then so we got who, who are we – who Bredesen. are we um, – who are we liking in this matchup? I'm liking Joe Joyce. I'm liking Joe Joyce, but we're but we're just talking about how at 36 and only having 13 fights under his belt, um, you know, there's not there's not really too many options for this guy. If he gets shelved, he's he's screwed. He's fighting Father Time, you know. That is years old. Yes. That's a big that's a big thing. It's a big thing. Hey Tim, Tim <laughs> is unfrozen now. So yeah, good. On. He's back. I'm 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 doing good. I'm glad I can join you guys tonight on the panel. Excellent. Excellent. So I wanted to um Mike mentioned uh about this prospect where he's 36 years old. Oh yeah. And I mean, he seems like a good pro uh prospect, but uh he, time now. Time yeah, is time. the time is the villain here. But um uh, you know, I, it, I I would say, and and you tell me, uh, Tim. I I would say, like in this day and time, it really depends on where he wants to go, uh, in in his in his journey. Like, is he going to be uh, an international world champion? Maybe not. You know, in, in the time frame. But he may make a name for himself in, with the lesser rankings and in and, and accomplishing, gaining the lesser titles and, and still make some good money. What do you think, Tim? I think that, that I think that, um, you know, you get into the boxing game and uh, you train hard, uh, you progress. Why not go for it all instead of this level, that level? Go for the big shots. Go for the, the top things. So you need the right trainers. You need the right, the right people behind you. Um, there's no excuses. You just got to keep them going, get a good trainer, defense tight, throw the right punches, counter when you're supposed to. A lot, a lot of things is natural. You teach them the basics, and then all that other stuff is natural. You know all that other stuff that that's bouncing around? That's something that you just – that comes simultaneously when you're boxing – but this basic stuff that gives the boxers confidence, like hold your hands tight. Man, when they learn, <clears throat> excuse me, and they learn this in the stuff, the stuff, the real, they can do all that bouncing around. That's something you do naturally, you know. So, so I, it, you got to be in it for the top. You got to be in it for the long run. Why? So you're talking. About, so you're talking about the practicality of it, right? And I like to. I like to look at 
the whole picture, like in and out of the ring. That makes a tremendous difference. Like you said, Tim, having the confidence and the basic skill set to stand in there and know that you can deal with uh, opposition that's coming at you in, in, in its most basic form. You know how to defend yourself. And at the end of the day, you can get down and dirty and fight or you can bounce around if you want. But how easy, and you tell me this, uh, Tim, nowadays where these trainers, uh, Mike and I was talking about this the other night, they come a dime a dozen. They read how to be a boxer, how to train a boxer in a book, or they watch a couple of YouTubes, they show up at the gym and all of a sudden they can train somebody. How easy is it nowadays to find a trainer that is worthwhile? What is the value on that? And from what I understand, you know, sometimes you have to sacrifice and pick up and actually move to where the you, you got a hot, the kitchens are hot. You may have to move to Philly. You may have to move to Vegas. You may have to move to these spots uh, because good trainers, I don't even think Detroit, um, Bill Miller, is he still alive? I mean, I don't even think, you know, these these good trainers are around anymore. So, Tim, can you give uh, me and, and the rest of us some insight on, on how you would navigate that in this time as a heavyweight? Tim, are you frozen again? No. Oh, He's well, what do you think, Mike? What did, oh, okay, here he comes. It was, it was, I would. You oh, didn't hear? Really? <laughs> Man, that's said a mouthful. I know, right? Mike, can you tell him the gist of it or do I have to like remix it? What do you want? Remix it, remix, remix it for the champ. Remix yeah, it for the okay, champ. all right. Back. So I was, I, was, I was saying this, Tim. In this day and time where, you know, trainers are, are microwave trainers, meaning, you know, they've read a book or they've watched a couple YouTubes and now they are the trainers. The Coles version yeah. trainer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, you know, uh, what is, how, how easy is it now to find a trainer that would give you the foundation and would the support that you need to deal with and go to the top and deal with this this opposition in climbing that's number one and number two um what did i say mike um what is the value on that right because a lot of fighters out here want to go to the top and they are willing to invest but because we got scammers out here Right, and even some of the partially good ones, they tend to scam too. Oh, you got they want they, you know, they live in your pocket. They nickel and dime you for pads. They nickel and dime you to find work. You know what I'm saying? What's the value? Te te can you tell us how and what the number on that would look like for for a fighter? Well, there's a lot of men boxers that don't even know what you're talking about. And there's <laughs> what I mean is what I mean is you know more than a lot of these men boxers. How do you get that knowledge? I'm just saying. <laughs> Women have had to be careful, Tim. That's why. They've always got... I'm they've got telling you, listen. Shark invested waters, Tim. 
Yeah, that, I swam in them, in them waters, okay? Wait, so that Natalie dipped her toe in before she dove. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, it, I think it comes with a lot of like, well, there's a lot of boxers when they coming up. They don't they don't um know who's really who's and what. They just want to fight and become champions. This is some some part of it. They don't know who and they're directed in direction. And if they win in if they win in, you know, they gain the confidence, the trainer and the, and the trainer and the boxer, until they get to that ultimate fight that's going, you know, to show if they really know what they know. But there's a lot of, like we were just talking, Garcia is training, his people is training Joshua. Yeah. He might do good. What? He, yeah. That's what I heard. He's over there. Look, she even saying what? He's over there. <laughs> Garcia won. Garcia won. Did his dad ever fight? Did his dad ever fight? No, so. He never fought. Not that I know of. No. That's that really. That's really bad for Anthony Joshua. And this is what's going on at that level. Are, are you saying? Are you saying this is a bit of those who can't do teach? Is that how it's run? Television. Yeah. Well, television. 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 Like if you those that those that won't even do right because it takes a special fabric of person to climb through the ring and attempt to do it and yeah. me as a fighter you can't tell me i'm sorry uh, it, unless you've tasted some leather at some point in your yeah. in, in your career in this boxing you can't tell me nothing mm -hmm. right so i mean i just don't understand how these trainers are getting in like they're they're buying their license and, and they, on that. The gym. They, they buy this license they buy they, they get their trainer certification and then they open up or work at some gym around the corner from their house and they start building up these fighters their little amateur fighters get known and then, then next thing you know they're uh they're working with pros yeah you can't be a youtube celebrity in this game right you and and you can't be an instagram and a social media celebrity doing this because this is the one industry they say you don't play boxing no. right you can't and you can't make a boxer you can't make up a boxer either no. right so you can have this whole facade on social media and you can have all these followers but at the end of the day when Everybody the hot lights are when on and, and you yeah. when that bell rings right and that person that you go back to the corner, you there asking and you there looking at him like, what am I going to do? They looking at you like, oh, I, I can't Google it. <laughs> there's no there's no chapter in the book. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And these guys. <laughs> Let me go. Let me Google how to do this. It's really not funny. <laughs> I bet you you can Google if you put how to do the Philly and it'll go Philly shell. It'll automatically, oh my gosh. It'll automatically come in for you. I guarantee you can Google that right now. I wanted the break. I what, wanted what, to hear Tim's breakdown on that Philly shell because I was telling people to Tim is right on the line. Like the people. If, if we and there should be some kind of um, graduating system in the industry of boxing, Tim Witherspoon yeah. should have a master's degree or a doctorate in you, I, the I, industry I, I, of boxing. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Because